previously on Homebrew Detritus. <laughs> At any rate, Happy New Year's, everybody! Happy New Year! We're all joining back tonight. Woo! Hey, all right. I'm Look gonna at have you just... getting on the train. I know. I'm just going to have one drink tonight, as I said early, yeah, last week. Say. Shut up! See? <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all I want. You can't shut up! <laughs> I know, but if you do that... For fuck's sake, shut the fuck up. Oh my god, Frank, that's not fun. Parking force. Sponsor us. <laughs> they kind of are. They're they're allowing us to use this on our podcast and show it to people. Yeah. I, will, I will put your dick in my mouth on it before I'll do it. Okay, that's enough of that. There goes our there goes our sponsor. They turned it Damn off. Damn it. Damn it, dude. <laughs> they turned it off. Turn the map. Oh, bitch. They, they were, we're not even live. This is this is what our maps look like now. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Right. It was at this point that the tequila really started to get a hold of me. Dying. Ah! I rolled a two. <laughs> oh shit! All that build up, all God. that anticipation, and you ruined it. Difficult. As he whips the blood against the wall, you all look. See you next episode. Ah. Oh boy. Don't bring Wildstorm into this. <laughs> image comics. Or, or whatever they were at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, they were they were image, but yeah. it was Wildcats, the comic. <laughs> remember when I remember that? Remember Wetworks, the comic they previewed, and then like eight years later, the first issue finally came. <laughs> Thanks, Wills. <laughs> and it was one, one. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Issue. Uh, episode. Barbados. Issue. Issue. A word they use for children and poop and semen. <laughs> I've never called my semen an issue. No, no, no. It, it, words, 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 words. There you go, you're back. Just in time. Have you ever called semen an issue? <laughs> I'm looking well, at you. Just I'm just pretending like that question isn't for me. This back like, in 87. This feels like a trap. Ah, <laughs> uh, children. It's basically keeping cum as a pet. Mm. What? <laughs> so let's not start anyway. there. Yeah, let's not start there. <laughs> Move that bit directly to the end after all the credits. BBC <laughs> would like to apologize on behalf of Matthew Aaron Frakes. You listen to BBC World Service. I'm Nigel Crumpet. Fuck the hours. 3.05 in the morning. Good night. So we started doing our games over Zoom because of a pandemic caused by COVID. That's right. and here we are in the new year with one of our players who actually has COVID, which tells me we could have gamed in person up until this point. Yeah. We all have it by this week. <laughs> Look, if, if not being able to taste shitty ramen noodles means I don't have to go to work for a few weeks. Boring conversation anyway. Chewie, we're going to have company. Sorry, sorry. You guys are the ones that are not with the COVID, so I'm not. We don't know that yet. Remote. <laughs> Nobody else having symptoms, right? 
No. Yeah, one of the symptoms is knowing someone who has it. Jesse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we all have the symptoms. That's one of the symptoms. Yeah. It's like, I've been tired, but that's just, I don't know. Sometimes I get tired. So. Yeah. I felt drunk last night. It was mostly from. prom. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Drinking? Okay. No, Matt's playlist that he shared with... with uh... It's all Machine oh. Gun Kelly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want the audience to look at, at Matt's face and yeah. tell me what his musical playlist is, because you'll never guess what it was. Well, Ariana Grande, I'm supposing. <laughs> You'll guess those. Well, there were yeah. some other ones that popped up. I think I, I think I ended at like one o'clock in the morning with that "Cast Me Outside" chick. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Bad baby. Bad baby. Spelled uh, wrong. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> that's just bad and baby with an H. You don't say. She got her start on Doctor Phil. Yeah, she's yeah. not a good musical artist. Well, I mean, she's no Rebecca Black. <laughs> Hey, but you know her name. Oh, yeah, that's um, that's an interesting. Uh, I I don't know. Some, I don't, I don't know why I post things. I was a little sleepy, getting bombed in the middle of the night, and wanted to look for something to talk to. Yeah, I was a little sleepy last night when you were posting that stuff, and you made the comment. You posted Machine Gun Kelly, and you said, "Is the only punk on radio right now?" It really is. Seriously, not much since Green Day. He's not punk. Yeah, yes, that's punk rock. That's yeah, radio. I, I, that's punk. not what I was going to do. Are you still listening to terrestrial radio? That's also. Do, oh, no, I meant figuratively on the radio. Oh. I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I listen to Pandora most of the time. but Because as someone who bar. worked at a radio station, I can tell you that I was still working at the radio station for several years, but had not listened to the radio <laughs> in those years. <laughs> because yeah. it's not good. It's always the same song. Oh, well, yeah. I just said it's yeah. it's it, there's a there's a format, and, and you notice it real quick when you work in radio. But it's one of those things where you might not actively notice it, but your but your brain does. Uh, when you're listening to the radio, it's like two songs. God talks. Two songs. God talks. Commercials. Two songs. Commercials. God talks. It's just, and then it does that same loop every hour. Where you start to get yeah. anxious for like the commercial to end, so you can hear whatever shitty edited song they're going to play for you on the radio next. Um, so yeah, it's just the format sucks. It has for a while. You want some of the hardest, most brutal rock you've heard? This music ain't for pussies. Stay tuned for Twenty One Pilots and <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Dragons. I don't know. Uh, Imagine Dragons is one of those bands that I think is a really cool name, but it's just like they did a really good um, collaboration with Kodo Drums. The Kodo Drummers, uh, you know, obviously not that well known. I What's mean, Kodo, I don't know what a Kodo is drum is. One of those Japanese, Taiko, 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 yeah, Taiko, ah, I don't have. Japanese friends to tell me how to pronounce Japanese words. I just see them in writing. And hentai. That's all you know. <laughs> Aren't you a major player in online weeb communities? No, I don't. I would have to be involved in communities. What part of this <laughs> that I'm part of any community? The anonymity. <laughs> yeah, he's got it right there. That's, that's solid. That's a solid point. Ugh. 
Uh, one of those is actually a commercial. It's not even a song. <laughs> what one of the things you posted? Yeah, it's Ariana Grande. It's her. It's her new perfume commercial. It's a. It's a commercial. It's an animated commercial of her. Uh, for her yeah, new perfume. Yeah, we got off of it because like you started posting. It was Ariana Grande and Machine Gun Kelly tracks, and then you were like, "And here's uh, Sia <laughs> singing with James Corden." It's oh. so funny. What? Carpool karaoke perfume commercial. Where do you put this? Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Aristocrats page with uh, yeah. the videos. It's just videos. Yeah. Did, he, did he have a notation on it? Finish. Oh, it? lots of really good notation. Uh, one about missile tits. I know that. That's all I really remember. That's uh, that's in break three. That's a, that's that's I'm a cool. Even a fever at this point. Like I was sweating, shivering. What else? Yeah, I, just I, I said I talked a lot. She believes in aliens, and I love him. I like her commercial already. Nice. This anime is dope. It's good. I think that's great. I've been trying to find a t-shirt of that for a long time. <laughs> she comes to Charleston, Matt. We'll go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I already told my wife I was getting front row seats. I was getting two of them, but she couldn't come. I'll leave one open just in case Ariana wanted to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ariana, I thought you were talking about going to see James Corden. I'm like, why would anyone no. want Corden do anything? Any like Oprah, James. you might get a prize under your, under your seat or something. That what? James Corden. Any like Oprah, you might get a prize under your seat. Okay. <laughs> yes, it'll be a visit from James Corden. Nothing anybody wants. <laughs> I'll clap and stand and shit if it means I might get a book, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Who is James I, I'll clap and do I, if, if I'll get anything for uh, free. Who's this guy? Late, late show host. Yeah. You know him from uh, Chicken Cordon Bleu. Yeah, porky British dude. I don't know. I like I like a lot of his stuff, especially the carpool karaoke. Oh, oh, oh okay. Tucker, do me a favor. In post, are you a Doctor Who fan? Quiet the rest of them, and then audio boost oh, me. Oh, never mind. In that moment, mm-hmm. fuck them. What is it? He made a chicken cord on blue jokes. So I stopped listening to the rest of you. Oh. It's also one of my favorite sandwiches. They're yeah. so good. Welcome to episode twenty-four. Is it? Oh, yeah. Twenty-four. Twenty-four episodes in homebrew detritus. Twenty-four beers in a case. Twenty-four episodes and then two characters dead. Awesome. So technically, a case of beer. Forever. Why is this twenty-four? I don't know. Because um, twenty-three was New Year's. I, I don't even. Magic know. of numbers. Yeah. I just feel like we should be recording one. Like we recorded, did we record just episode? Did we record one night a single episode? Yes. Um, yes. Okay, that's why. Did we? Should yeah, there was that's some why. reason for that. I can't remember why. Because we couldn't get <sighs> miss a week, and we don't have a lot of backlog, and so we I remember to get now together on a Tuesday and record one. It was either a Tuesday or a Thursday. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. All day, we just one, one, one hour. I'm sure, people are very excited to hear the behind the scenes of why this is an even <laughs> number. It's 24. I just needed to know, okay? No, episode 24. That's a major milestone. It almost is like a beer thing, Kevin. Yeah. I was going to say, much like a 24 pack, if you drink 24 too quick together, you're in for a bad time. If you watch 24 of these, we're a full day now. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. We're going to be a little bit more than a day. A little bit more (laughs) full day because of how drunk we were last episode, especially. Um, We. We. We are. Matt. Toker, too. Toker was also hammered. Oh, yeah. Me. 
Noob. Yeah, noob. 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 That's right. That's called the Carolina welcome. <laughs> now get. I heard a noise. Man, if that really was a, pr a problem at your home, how long it would take us to get really worried? Because <laughs> we didn't hear anything because you're muted. You could have left and been in a shootout for 45 minutes, and we would have been like, I guess we should just keep recording, right? Like, he's not coming back. Well, yeah, we we might have happened. seen the flashes. Maybe, if it was in his room. What we need is a signal. So, in an emergency, from now on, throw your cat at your computer screen. You guys know I can't leave my room. <laughs> not, not, not unless you're armed. Pistol. <laughs> no, they've got him chained to the radiator because he keeps running away. That makes me think of uh, a trailer with a ring. Uh, Black Snake Moan. <laughs> Everything makes I'm you think. Going of for. Oh. Does does he not look like Christina Ricci? Like <laughs> last week, he did a little. I can see that. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is that we 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 really expended a lot of our our high energy last week. Yeah. So this week is our low energy COVID show. Uh, we should go to our NPR voices. Well, okay. And we're just going to spend the next hour talking about the stonework in this room that you were left in. The beautiful <laughs> stonework. Coming up next, <laughs> all things considered, Toker starts the fucking game. No. Watch your tone. <laughs> you watch your tone, young man. I did start the show, and then y'all got in a discussion about why this is episode twenty-four. It was just a quick question. I don't know. Well, Sometimes... you can't ask this group those kind of questions and not <laughs> yeah. expect it to turn into a five-minute conversation about a number. Right. Yeah. Mm. Not just that it is twenty-four. It's why. Kevin. Kevin will explain. I will expound upon his explanation. Terrence will throw in snide comments when I do. That's gonna, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna happen every so often when I forget. When I forget that we did that one, unless we do one more and get us back on the starting on an even number, <laughs> I'm gonna ask that question every 10 to 15 episodes. I'd all right, say. All right. Three episodes a night. I feel like I trash, know. but you know what? I'm gonna make a lot of hot tea. Yeah. Well, we, we almost did two for the New Year's thing. <laughs> We almost. Did. I mean, just for that you know that the second half was about. Two. I am like I didn't see. I saw. I have some of the raw footage, but I didn't see it all. But I'm just really impressed. I just have to say, I'm really impressed on how you took that episode that was definitely meandering and made it fun. Like every too. time when I was watching it, I was like, just when I was starting to think, oh, then something would happen to break it up, and I would be like, okay, yeah, this is. This is why I'm still watching. Yeah, you can't sleep on Toker's editing skills. He knows how to turn sugar into shit. That's good. I'll right fix there. it in post. Uh, sugar is a valuable commodity. Uh, well, I appreciate the editing the editing skills compliments, but you haven't complimented my game, so let's just let's just talk about how great I am at editing this for the next hour. So I don't have to run that game. Aww. I do want to run the game. I'm excited. We've only seen a bit of the map. Yeah, when I'm excited. We last too. left off, you had finished a combat with some dark callers. You were in a, a, um, basically a temple to crafting, a, uh, 
the, the people at Forged in Fire would have huge boners for the room that you're in right now. Um, but we can pick up right where we left off with the end of that combat. Yay. Loot the bodies. Yeah, I... Are we going to the map? Or Not no? yet. We're we don't done. need to go okay. to the map just yet. Okay. Yes, we loot the bodies. What, what, what knowledge was it to know about dark callers? Well, Locals, what we rolled to determine like folklore and myths and rumors that we might have heard about them. I don't have local and I have knowledge nature. Nature. Okay. So that would be a 23. Okay. One, is there anything valuable? They weren't dark callers, they were dark dancers. Oh. But I believe. Um, is there anything that is valuable that is body itself? You know. Well, they're, like they're, they're, a, they're a specific type of dark folk from the underdark, um, the deepest parts of the world where you know civilizations thrive. That the uh, that's even deeper than where dwarves and, and whatnot would live. Um, with that knowledge check, you know, hmm, not a whole lot outside of combat, you know, now that you can think about it, you know, that the, what probably tipped you off to them even being in there is their sensitivity to light. So when you came into that first temple room and lit the braziers and that caused the, the forges to light themselves in the other room, that's probably why they scampered so fast and why Dorian was able to, uh, to, to see one, um, before he normally would have they're they're very adept at at blending with the shadows um they're also pretty uh disciplined too because none of them went ah when the lights turned on not that you heard anyway right right maybe they have like supersonic bat voices or sonar sonar Uh, side note, uh, we are making a joke about the movie Mazes and Monsters, and if you're not a Patreon, you don't know what that joke's about, so uh, we would appreciate your donation so you can see oh. added video content, and you can know why you need sonar if you're a rogue. Yeah, continue on, Maze Controller. And and this definitely is a very inside joke, because I wasn't even there for that. So well, if so- you don't like hearing my voice, you'll love that video. <laughs> oh, holy shit. 18 new subscribers to Patreon. Oh, wow. 300 <laughs> likes. That's all it took. Just do some stuff without me. All right. Well, uh, in all fairness, uh, upcoming, there will be some stuff without the uh, other people because me and Mahogany and uh, Franks all watched um, Battlefield Earth and recorded that as well. So that'll be uh, horrible for, well, for your money. You get to watch that horrible movie in a small segment with us. Bullet dodged. <laughs> <laughs> and another aside, out of those two movies, they were still better than the new Wonder Woman. And I'm not saying that because I'm sexist. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have to agree. It's wow. uh, bad. Well, Objectively it, bad. It, you're saying that like the first Wonder Woman was good? 
It was. Wonder Woman was good up until the, the first last Wonder 15 was, minutes. It was yeah. gender swap yeah. Captain America is how I saw it. It was, it was the best DC movie out to date. So, uh, meh. Joker. Well, to uh, date. Uh, when the first Wonder Woman came out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I appreciated it. I liked it. I thought what it was about the Snyder Cut? But... <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping that this one would be at least as good, and it was objectively bad. It just, it just didn't, it just didn't. Like they tried, there was a lot of production value. It was very pretty to look at. Somehow DC doesn't know how to do movies. Mm-hmm. I heard they're trying to Shazam it up, and um... oh, I forgot about Shazam. I like that one. That was Shazam. Hmm? Oh, that's the movie with the little kid. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, talking yeah, about that, that one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's DC. Someone stronger than Superman. Yeah, I don't care about that. The movie itself was fine, though. Yeah, it, it was fun. all right. Was Brightburn DC or was that like independent and just kind of based off DC? No, that was uh, independent, but it was in the same universe as that uh, movie where the guy um, Defender. Yeah, beats people with a brick. Oh god, I love Defender. Yeah, Defender. Yeah, Defendor. Yes. Hmm. It was supposed to be like a low-key indie cinematic hero universe, but fucked up. I don't know how well that's gonna go. Well, it's the anti-hero universe. Yeah. Yeah, Brightburn was good. I like that one. I haven't seen that. I should have watched it, but I never got around to it. Yeah, it's dope. It is what would legitimately happen if you had an alien child that you raised who also had superpowers and discovered that he was an alien child. You have a very low opinion of children. I yes. Like yes, I do. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> he doesn't hide it. Yeah. They're terrible. He's not wrong either. I'm I'm I disagree. Candy. I disagree. Children are so honest. They're so, like, unspoiled. They I also like carry them. plague. Yeah, they're gross, but that's why, that's why oh, they're, yeah. like, that's why they, we have to, like, teach them and whatever. But I don't know. I think children are, for the most part, pretty interesting people honest play carrying that's right my biggest problem with kids is they are the future of the species that is I how mean, that they don't want us to have a yeah. future yeah okay boomer better them than uh, like than who else i'll tell you what the future is kiddo plastics <laughs> but these dark dance do they have any gear that is still around or did their they do have gear um, and that gear is, is pretty simple. Um, there was three of them. There are three, uh, daggers, uh, three clubs, and then each of them have several vials, a total of six vials between the three bodies of some type of black viscous fluid, which I'm guessing is poison since we've had to make fortitude saves because of it. <laughs> Texas tea. So ah, they're carrying vials of mascara. I'll take the. All of a sudden, you're missing an eye. So, does anybody have craft alchemy or praise? Oh, no, not praise doesn't work on that. Praise is if you get really high, you can still tell it's magical properties. Um, uh, craft I alchemy? Kind of praise. I don't have uh, alchemy there. What kind of wizard are you? I do have 
profession scribe if that helps me determine if they're inks or not. You keep bringing that up. It doesn't. No, no, last, last time I brought up craft calligraphy. Profession scribe is different. You have a craft and a profession. The DM told me that we needed a job. So I took skill points and job things that made sense for a warrior poet to have. My job is wizard. Mm-hmm. Can I survive it? That's my job. Can I do a survival I check? That's why I put all points to appraise. How do you put ranks in stabbing pretty? No, it's, uh, it's, it's a third party third party build. Uh, you, you can do that. <laughs> it's it that's the rouge class. Um. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. You stab pretty. You can assume that it's some type of poison if y'all don't have anything closed. Yeah. Have to let somebody take nope. a really take a uh, if they wanted to uh, taste it. Raz, give me, little, give me a little lower fort save. I might tell you what it is. Anybody? Somebody right, give me an arm. Here are Esther. I'm out of I'll, pennies. I spent mine last week. I'm I'll do it. Like I'm kidding. You won't. Would your it. character do that, Amon? You wouldn't believe the shit he's licked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that sums it up. To his nipples. So I mean, I have a god of poison. I'm gonna give it a shot. You're a god of poison, and you didn't take craft alchemy. <laughs> There's snow. So I'm taking. I'll do. I'll do a little tasty taste. You a, you embalm people for a living, and you didn't take craft alchemy. <laughs> he buys. He, he only needs how to make one thing. From the embalmers guild. I get two points a level, y'all. Give me a break. This <laughs> should be three points from. Never mind. I thought we we're doing. We were doing background skills. Never mind. What I was gonna say to Frakes, noob actually did. I said you should have a profession in town. I didn't say your character sheet should say that you're good at that profession. I mean, it does, but... Well, so, I mean... I did take a... Hold on. Profession mortician. Give me a roll on that. Okay. And that go. was one of my background feats. So I actually have a decent amount in that. Uh, let's see. I gotta pull up a dice roller since I don't have dice tonight. I don't have dice. I'm too far from the radiator. Uh, 25, yeah. though. <laughs> And then give me that fort save. All kidding? right. And then what was my fort? I think the fort, says, my fort saves a six. 22. Okay. Oh. Nice. With, oh. With a little taste and a twinge, your body is able to fight off this very, very tiny dose that you took. But um, you've come across this before in your profession. It is a black smear poison. It is a black smear poison. Which does. Which does. <laughs> Uh, it requires a fortitude save or uh, for one round, frequency one round for six rounds, you take 1d2 strength damage. Ooh! Ooh. Ooh. For six rounds? This is Black Smear Potion as I gently put it back on the ground. Oh, uh, well, I will gently pick it up. Well, since I am actually rather expert in these sorts of things. From years of trade craft in Tailoring. <laughs> can um, valid. Can rouges lose uh, use poisons without um, poisoning themselves? Did you just call them rouges? Yeah, the yeah, rouges. Yeah, rouge. Looking oh, pretty so... and stabbing things. That's the rouge class. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, can they? I mean, can you use that without poisoning yourself? I can. Sweet. So as much shit as I gave, I'm on. 
I forgot that Dorian actually uses poisons and does not have craft alchemy. <laughs> exactly. What a and he has lots of skill points. I can admit when I've made a mistake, and that I only we only level first one of the year. Don't worry, I'll plump some into it next time. Plump. It'll never come up again. He'll <laughs> do what with it? Congratulations, you've denied us all future poison. So anyway, as uh, the party is going through the bodies, Razbad, you're a blacksmith. Um, you're having a hard time rooting through these these bodies for loot because the walls of this place are covered in some of the finest blacksmithing tools you've ever seen. There's not a non-masterwork tool in this room. And that feeling you got earlier from, from like the need to craft is hitting you especially hard. Um, is there raw material for me to work? Uh, give me perception check. Perception check. Uh, that would be a 24. There are stacks of uh, fine iron, mithril, silver, there's even uh, blocks of gold, but what what seems to really grab your attention is a strange ore that you're not super familiar with. Um, but as you pick it up and go over, it's, it's a light kind of uh, metal, and you get a, a kind of a flashback from Rizzlenock talking about this the the material the reason that he set up shop here is that it's super expensive and rare for him to get but it's a some magical metal um and it's not one that you forge full weapons or armor out of but it's one that you can use to imbue other weapons with magical properties unobtainium <laughs> and you believe that you're you're holding a, a chunk of that right now oh snap um uh... So I would work it. I work would work it into a current weapon. Yes. Um, if only we had the time. Mm. Yeah. Give me a will save. Will save plus seven. So will save. Literally <laughs> rolled a one. Perfect. Perfect. To the forge. <laughs> How could you? As I, I was, I'm downloading gold bars and platinum bars into my bed. So the rest <laughs> of the party, you guys are in a, a dwarven city. Um, you're in a uh, kind of a temple to crafting. Mm -hmm. uh, to steal from this would be to steal from from the dwarves. However, as you guys are going through the bodies and looking over the stuff, you start to hear very closely, ting. Ting, ting, as Razbad is starting to work a piece of metal that he's grabbed off the wall. Um, everybody give me a perception check and let me know if you get over a 15. Oh. Over? Yeah. No. Uh, yes, that's a 25. 16. Cannot hear. Oh, wow. Just over. 16. Oh. All right, so Amon, Dorian, and Sonder. Um, you can look past what it is that Razbat is doing and see that at the far end of this room was kind of hidden in shadow or maybe just because of the excitement and, and everything you didn't notice. It's a large golem. 
Um, oh no. It seems to be inactive, uh, but it's made out of a strange material as well. And as Razbad begins pinging on the um, the forge there, its eyes slowly open and a light blue light emanates from it. Razbad, that poke him. Razbad, Razbad. Oh, no. He seems unresponsive. Mr. Rasmus, I do not think we have time for you to play with the tools. Uh, I grab a kage by the top knot and point it toward the golem. <laughs> can I attempt to disarm on Rasbad? Holy shit. <laughs> you can? Okay. It's like, I mean, 15 feet away at least. Um, my oh. CMD is 16. Okay, so I just have to roll at least a 10. I got a, nope, 13. <laughs> Razbad, uh, wait, wait, I'm going to spin my Benny. <laughs> On that? I told you I was going to squander it. There you I got my word. I don't know if it's squandering. Saving me, my life is necessarily squandering the... Wait, did you oh, squander it and still fail? Yeah, I rolled even lower. Perfect. Oh, well, that's worth it. What do we know about golems? Why is this? Everybody's like, oh, shit. Because it's big and made of metal, I assume. If it only can I add a knowledge check on that? Would be. Uh, we need knowledge checks for our. Um, work that is knowledge. Um, for constructs, is knowledge arcane. Okay. Not knowledge religion. My field of study. <laughs> so I assume that they call it. I mean, they. Because I didn't get the uh, perception check, so I assumed that they would. That's a 13. Point it out. I got a 30. So, Sandra, you know that it's a golem. Nim, you realize that it is a uh, a very old uh, golem. It seems to be uh, a technique that hasn't been used in quite some time, but it's it's a it's a clay golem. The clay has some kind of strange workings in it, so it's not just clay. It's these, these this metal. It's the same kind of metal that you see Razbad uh, working with. And while all this is floating through your head, Amon attempts to disarm Razbad, but a strange force uh, rejects your whip from Razbad, Amon. Oh, no. Razbad, you are back in your own shop. Grizzlenock is... Uh, on the other side of the forge, teaching you um, how to, to to mold this metal. And you've never worked through metal this fast before. Which weapon of yours were you going to imbue with this? Well, assuming that the hammer wouldn't accept it because it's already a plus two, I would choose my heavy flail. Okay. The, the metal... Uh, smelts finely and you 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 take it from the fire into this this strange cauldron and, and you lace the the liquid metal over the head of your flail and as it singes in a, a bright blue light emanates from it give yourself a plus one to that weapon the rest of you have spent several minutes trying to stop raz razbad and have not been able to the golem gaze has not left Razbad. 
smelt uh, forging finishes the golem's eyes go a little brighter a few minutes have passed it hasn't moved you haven't been able to stop Razbad and then the golem speaks a crafter is among you he is the key and its arm comes up and opens and in its palm is a key I assume I come out of my trance from working on the weapon. Yes. Well, then I will go up and bow before the clay golem and take the key. As you do take the key, the golem voice that you heard before is replaced by more human-like voice. How did you get into the temple? Can we Who's that dwarf with you? Uh, yes. Ha- hello. I am, I am a dwarf. Not one that we know? No. Gates were closed. No one should be able to get in. How did you enter? With the gates. I, I walked into the gate and put my hand on it and boom. Walked in. Some troublesome, troublesome. Were you uh, one of the, the the family's bloodlines just get into town? No. Hmm. We heard there was some trouble, so we came to see. There is definitely trouble. But you getting into the, the gate seems unlikely. And yet, here we are. Not only did you get into the gates, you survived the torments that slain so many dwarves before we closed the gates. The dark dancers? Amongst others. Such as? Oh, the dark dancers, the only thing you've seen? Yeah, we did no. fight the things that came out of the statues. Things that came out of the statue? It's all kinds of craziness. Elementals. There was a strange collapse in the chapel. We tried to contain it there, but dark folk spread out. They came out of the walls. Magic we've not seen in centuries. It's flung at us. Many of our warriors died. We closed the gates to keep Yarnum safe. Fled our people back to the city beneath. Yarnum is also in trouble. Yeah, I was just telling that we've you know, the attack on Yarnum has been squelched or delayed for a time. And Master Task, I don't know if you're familiar with him, sir, but he sent us here to offer our aid. I I mentioned the Dark Lady. So to, to Nim, he will say, I'm familiar with the, 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 the Kittle Master, but why he would have the authority to send anyone here is beyond me. And Dark Lady, that rings uh, something true. You are the crafter. Who's the master that says? Who's the master that trains you? Rizalnok, the gnome. Uh, yes, dealt with the gnome for a long, long time. Why is he not with you? Unfortunately, he fell to the Dark Lady. He turned him into a a were-creature, and we had to take him down. Horrible end for such a noble of the craft. 
For a non-dwarf, his work was truly magnificent. I'm sorry to hear he that. The world. I'm sorry to hear that, but I do recognize his work in your smelting. Strange that you would choose that metal out of all the metals to choose from. However, you've proven that you can use it. And for better or worse, you're in here now. Um, before you leave, you're more than welcome to any of that is left to help assist with your defenses with the rest of your crew. But I must tell you, to journey through this to get the keys might be a lost cause. You might be better off finding a place to hide until more people can uh, make their way back from the Dwarven City into our chapel there. We do not hide well, but we do fight. Moderately. <laughs> Think for yourself, I hide extraordinarily well. Yeah, I was going to say, I... Well, it seems you're already on a path. You've come here, you've found a key. Do you know what the key is for? No, is it for this? Is it for the door in the other room? In the main hall? It is indeed, young lady. There is, um, our wizards have a failsafe for situations like this to where if for some reason the gates are sealed but all of our power has been denied to us, there are ways to get around opening the gates again. You found the first key, the crafting key. Each of the other three bloodlines has a key well hidden throughout our temple there. Um, I only know of the location of the key you found, so I can't help you find the other three keys or the mage stone. And who are you? Uh, well, let's keep names for, for assurances. Um... I've not asked yours, and you're in my home, kind of, so I'd appreciate you not ask mine. I forgot to come up with one, huh? <laughs> no. I apologize. Uh, introductions are usually the first step for... Also could have pulled a name from the bunk bucket, but we are not there yet. Is, uh... The... Oh, I was just gonna ask if the, the mage stone was the one that goes in the statue's butt crack in that first ah, in yes. the main hall? The, okay. the dwarven dildo. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got that then. You are intelligent as well as brave. The Arkin butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the mage stone is indeed. And if you've already done that, then, then you're almost halfway there. Whoa. Living on a prayer. I will say, south of your location, further in, you will eventually come to a place where a, a large underground bridge has been destroyed. We have guards on the other side of that bridge and our city's below that. That will be a dead end for you. But between here or where you're at now and there, I don't know, there might be a way to find one of the other keys. Like I said, the best I can do is offer you enhanced magical properties with your crafter there. Um, and are you, um, this you can be a safe room fa for now. The, the golem is very ancient. I can use it to speak with you from where I'm at now, but uh, it can't leave this room. However, I could, oh. if you needed to, use it to, to block the door and keep you moderately safe, hopefully. 
it very nearly gave me a heart attack. Hmm. You're saying it's an older older golem, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> is there any more of that metal? There is. I ask for Akage's uh, glaive if he... Can I see the heavy flail that you just did? I just I just want to check the work. I want to make sure that it's... All right. Well, while you're looking over that, here's my short sword. <laughs> like, uh, is that... plus one, isn't it? No. Oh. Is there... Good. Does, that... does that... Does that apply to two crossbows? You could use it to coat arrows. Um, no, well, let's say just because that kind of sucks. Um, there is a way to to reinforce the steel that that uh, that holds the wood together for the crossbow uh, to give it a plus one. What, what I'm doing here is you can spend the next hour or so in this room and have Razbad basically give one of each of your weapons a plus one permanent modifier. And uh, was I right to assume that it wouldn't have worked on the uh, Grizzlenox hammer, which is already... It would not have worked on Grizzlenox hammer because it's a plus two already. Right. All I know is I'm coming out of the winter in this deal. It would have made it a plus one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. this is great. My short sword is cold iron. Uh, I'm getting a huge discount on this enchantment. <laughs> um, after Razbad does work with the blade, I will allow him to, because I want to just look to see, because a heavy flail is not a glaive. I want to see if he's got the same feel for a blade as he does for a blunt weapon. Akage, as you're watching Razbad work on this metal, you hear a soft whisper. Do not let him touch your father's glaive. Sense motive? Is mm -hmm. that me? Is Sense that my own, my own thoughts? Eight. You, you, the voice in your head, you believe. Okay. It could be a woman's voice. It could be a man's voice, but you feel like it's a familiar voice. Um, give me a perception check. So six. As things go around, Razbad, when you get to Akage, he's uh, not interested in giving you his father's glaive. Was there another weapon that you had? My father's katana. No, that's you don't you don't get a no no from that one. Yeah, I don't. No. All right. when you're thinking about handing him the glaive. A voice tells you not to. And I put my hand on his on the katana. Ah. Uh, you can work with this. Just underworld snort. <laughs> Just no. get back into the the routine of it and now, when you say it gets plus one, that's just a plus one bonus, or can we also get like a plus one, like a flaming or something like that? Your weapon has to already be magical to get a magical effect like that on it, but the me the metal that he has just gives a plus one magical enhancement bonus. Okay, cool. So I will take the making sure if I did anything like that. So Akage is going to do the katana. Razbad did his flail. Uh, Sandra, you're doing the heavy crossbow. Mm. It's not a heavy crossbow. It's oh. a light crossbow. Either way. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Dorian, you're doing the your short sword. Correct. Amon, what were you getting in plus one, two? One of my whips. Whips. Scorpion whips. Okay. And Scorpion whip? Nim. Oh, I'm I'm going to spend that time uh, reading uh, my Yarnum and uh, <laughs> Island uh, Dwarven histories that I've been perusing last week or so. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, have a... I, didn't, I didn't even, I don't even have a weapon. I just didn't get one. You have a dagger, don't you? No. We just picked up some daggers. No, I mean, uh... just make Dory an extra thing or something. It's just, it's. Mm. Oh, I'm fine. I, I have a new weapon. Do my Dorian. sickle then. I have another whip. <laughs> hey, Akage, pass me your glaive. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, there's enough. There's enough material left for for one more weapon. Any weapons you have, Sonder? Um, I have a sickle that would be okay, but. Eh. I mean, I feel like your your whips get more use. Two weapons. Oh uh, huh? no, I don't foresee myself doing that. Ooh. I think Amon's whips get more use. What happens yeah. if you get a plus one uh, shield? I should have picked up a crossbow, but I did not, so... You get a get... plus one enhancement bonus to your AC. Oh, then I'll ask to do the shield instead. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know we could... I thought you just said weapons. <laughs> do you carry a shield? No, but I have, um... I have a I carry a shield. <laughs> and then he cannot forge molted metal into your robe to give it a plus one enhancement bonus. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I would like to offer up my shield. And the other big question, are you going to take this moment to rest? I don't know where you guys are at on hit points or ability uses or spells. I, I don't um, think we spent eight hours here, but that's just my opinion. I'm good on spells. I've only cast one, so. I've cast all my level ones and my level two so i wouldn't or i mean yeah my level two so if you need a rest i'll keep an eye out well the, he said the golem could block the door uh yeah i mean if we have the opportunity I'm sure that's nice. <laughs> we should probably take it i mean i've burned a few say we take the time while we can agreed all right my so Quick boring rules uh, minute. So when your weapon becomes plus one, it gets a plus one to damage and a plus one to attack? Yes. Yes. Effectively, and if your weapon wasn't already masterwork, this also makes it masterwork. Plus one to damage and plus one to attack. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. I do have to admit you are quite skilled. Uh, my father's <laughs> katana has never looked better. Thank you. You've saved me quite a pretty penny. I look at looking down at my short sword. I'm also appreciative because now yes. I have. <laughs> I am also appreciative. I'm a mortician. This is how morticians <laughs> talk. <laughs> I shall send you an extra big wreath when you die. Have you, have you talked to one? That's how they talk. Yeah. They have to, man. It's their job. Yeah. So you guys decide to bed down in the forge for the night or for a rest um the golem makes its way towards the um the the front entrance that you came in when you lit the braziers and takes up a wide and it basically fills in the doorway 
<clears throat> you guys take uh, you take turns and rest and and things you know of that nature. For some reason, this stone is incredibly comfortable. It is. It's I'm a dwarf. Don't say so. <laughs> it knows when you want to lay down and it makes itself soft. <laughs> That's called mud. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> for, for you high society types, it's called mud. Look at this form-fitting ground. That night, a couple of things, or that rest, a couple of things happen. Nim, you were awakened at one point. There's a, a, a weird tickle on your face. Oh, sorry about that. You open your eyes, Dorian is balls that's just dangling right above you. <laughs> it's a habit. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Welcome to the group. I'm in therapy. <laughs> so, Nim, you wake up to a, a, a tickle on your face. And as your eyes open, you are nose to nose to a small furry dark eyed creature back it <laughs> you really <clears throat> i will you know uh, as your eyes come into the sleep leaves them and you come full awake you lock gazes with this small creature for what seems like a long time Loads of information passes between the two of you. You shake your head, and as you your eyes open again, you see it scurrying back over towards where Saunders is asleep, and it crawls into her robes. It's gonna eat her. With this, uh, the information is it like a bunch of imagery? That yes, I mean, like um, it's an audio from, book that he would be familiar with from the Monad. Yeah. It was kind of a weird bonding. So the information's there, but it hasn't settled yet. Okay. But you definitely know that that creature with her has a connection to the gods that you're good with um, and not the gods you're running from. Okay. But it does give you a little bit of vex. It gives you a little knowledge. And so what now? The what he's wanting from? He said the gods that I'm good with versus it's definitely something from the gods I'm good with versus the gods that I'm running from, so to speak, or not okay with. Mm. The first bit of, of information that seems to settle uh, kind of comes in like a like a video, like a vision. Mm -hmm. You could tell. This isn't something that you've lived through personally. But your, your vision takes over. You can see over a large section of, of the island, and you can tell that it's where Yarnum will eventually be. Okay. You see a, a large tribe. And when I say large, I don't mean just in number, but they are large people. Uh, Giant-esque. Um... They would be confused for monstrous giants in this day and age, but time has since forgotten that race's name. Peacefully, children of the tribe play in the ocean just off the shores of the soon one day to be called the Hollow Isles. They're splashing, they're giggling. There's sounds of happy children coming from the mouths of beings as tall as a full-grown man. They're children. 
There's a loud hand clap that goes out and the children obediently go quiet. A mother has noticed a strange shape approaching the shores of her tribe's home. An exploratory dwarven vessel slices the ocean like a hot blade through fat. More time passes in this vision. And the dwarves find a giant race that isn't bloodthirsty. One that, while a little standoffish, invites them in with open arms. Then more time passes. And we see the dwarves and the giant sharing meals, learning each other's culture, generally growing to appreciate each other. But some of the younger dwarves start to notice that a few, very few of the giants possess large, rare stones that are adorned on their necks with thick vines. More time passes, and the dwarves learn that there are two more islands nearby. The giants have a tradition where they send their strongest members to swim across the open ocean to the other islands. It is there that these giants brave the caves in search of what they call life stones. But only maybe one in ten of these ever returned from that quest. Oh, wow. But the ones that did would be granted power by their god, divine sight and healing powers. A closer connection to the island's creatures, and a closer connection to the island's creatures, and more. Time passes yet again, and we see a great battle between the dwarves and the giants. Though larger and more fierce than the dwarves, the giants couldn't compete with the dwarven-made weapons and armor. The giants were wiped out from existence by the dwarves. And then the dwarves begin to mine the other islands. But to their horror, the giant's god retaliated. And your vision ends. You're now laying on this dwarven floor in a cold sweat. And as you look over, it looks like you're not the only one suffering from strange dreams. As you see a Kage turning his head left and right kind of vigorously. Kage, you find yourself back in the glade. And the glade is now not a statue stuck in a tree. She is a woman, your height, your age. I say your height if you were still, you know, not a dwarf. That's the one I was supposed to be. She's whispering in Sylvan to you, strange runic chants. It's Sylvan, but it's it's a it's a weird dialect that you're not super familiar with, but you feel a <laughs> kind of peace and awe flow over you. As she walks behind you, you can feel her rummaging through your backpack. And as she walks back in front of you, she's holding your father's glade. As she rubs it, strange vines grow out of the wood of the shaft and then suck back into the handle. She hands it over to you and says, There's a number of gods that want to play a part in this. You're my one key. You're the only key now. And as that vision fades, you can see the house that you and your mother have been staying in. And on the floor of the bedroom, you can see your mother's lifeless corpse. You wake up from your cold sweat. Ah, dude. No. 
I, uh, I reach out for my glaive. It's there. When you grab it, you feel a a sense of power, of purpose. You hear your father's comforting voice. No words exactly, but just a soothing sound of your father. And you write plus two next to your glade. Word. Any vines pop out or anything? Mm-mm. Okay. So, might have just been a dream, but word. Plus two? Plus two. Dope. Very cool. Does, um, just real quick, Toker, uh, does Dim recognize or with a, like, I got I me, mean, I can do a knowledge religion check. He's pretty familiar with quite a few different religions. Did he recognize the god of those, of the large giant people? Give me a, a knowledge check. That's a 20. You know that for this area and for that time, there's not a lot of information about the Yarnum's past. It's the first you've heard of there being any other life here in Yarnum, uh, except for a few tribes of Strix and the Dark Folk that they eventually had a war with um, in the mountains. But as far as you know, none of the gods were worshipped here. So the god they worship to you is an unknown god. Okay. It's definitely not one that I'm familiar with. That's that's what I wanted to know if it was yeah. something. I mean, that, that tells me a lot, too, the, the, what it's not. So. Mm-hmm. Kage does not go back to sleep. Oh, hell no. Eventually, the rest of the party uh, gets up. The rest of y'all had a decent sleep. Maybe some tosses and turns because you're in a strange location. I, I rise from sleep. The next few hours, you realize that the, the weapon holds a strange potential. Um, in game terms, you can take the plus one off the glade, glaive. I don't know why I keep wanting to call it a glade, <clears throat> and and give it a um, a different plus one modifier. So it'll that always a be a two. right, but it'll always be a plus one. But I can change the plus two. You can take the plus one to change it to a different, like, flaming or or Dope. whatever. But that requires a full round action if you're in combat. That almost makes Damn, me... that's, that's nice. I'm nice. so confused. Variable plus one. Yeah. Thank you for not making me give up my father's glaive to be viable in combat. Well, I was we... planning on giving you a, a plus one to it back when you were in the sewers, but you kept throwing your, your weapon at other people to hold, and I was like, well, I don't <laughs> know if I want to go this route or not now. <laughs> I was trying to give it to someone who would like keep things back with it. Yeah, you. <laughs> you could have kept things someone. back with it. Yeah. yeah. You, with the half your hit points. and He wasn't thinking clearly. He was <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> He's a little bit freaking out now, but if anybody sees him in the morning, his eyes look kind of haunted. Oh. And he does he looks like he did not sleep well. And when nobody's looking at him, he goes He seems to be mouthing the words duty and the dream, just a dream. There's a privy around the corner. 
<laughs> so I thought too. Is that dirty? He ignores you. <laughs> Sonder's gonna say to him. What was that, Sonder? Sonder's gonna say to him, "You look a little squirrely, Akage. What are uh, you thinking?" Bad dreams. Um, we should press on quickly as we can. I think that you are not telling me something, but I'm going to let you keep your secrets. Just, uh, I'm going to implore that you think before you act, young man. Think before you act. Nice. Good advice. Bad dreams or visions. The worst ones sometimes are more than just dreams. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Well, it's good uh, to know I'm not the only one having visions. Oh. It was just a dream. What have you people been putting in your water skins? I collapsed my collapsible teacup that I've been heating on the forge Finish after finishing it. All right. I personally went to sleep like a baby. No no prophecy, no pathology. Let's continue. <laughs> so, um... I'll, um... I'll go speak to, uh... And then we'll go speak to Sonder and to say, uh, my lady, I may, if, if I may inquire, um, where did you come by your pet? Belonged to a friend of mine. Hmm. Why do you ask? Uh, it's, um, I felt like, and it could have been a dream, but I felt like it may have visited me during the night. Nah, it's been known to do such things. Okay. Are you carrying around that stoat of Cullen's? The what? Are you carrying around Cullen's stoat? Right? It was a stoat, right? A ferret. Close enough. Long rat. (laughs) Longish, (laughs) ratish thing. It's the weenie dog of rodents. (laughs) Keeps me company, yes. It's the stretch rat. That needs to be a t-shirt. Stretch rat. Stretch rat. I'm sure it's a band already. <laughs> I'll look. <laughs> like everyone loves a slinky. Just a dude. But it was the um it, it was the the friend, your friend, um see the one that fell. Indeed. He was. It was And the boy was um Magically inclined, yes. I didn't learn too much of him. I would imagine so. Seems like most of us that end up here are in some way. This is true. Okay, I think I'm, I think he'll just let it lie there. She's not very forthcoming with it, but he would like to get his hands on that ferret. <laughs> What's that? Said, I think I answered the questions that you asked. You did very concisely. <laughs> Indeed. Just not that. We're withholding, just not forthcoming. Fine. Sounds about Sonder. Yeah, it does. Um, and then I will, I mean, I'm going to need about an hour to get my, you know, learn my spells and stuff so everybody can chill. You could have done that when you were uh, not sleeping anymore. He's an up. old man. He's got to do his morning meditations and whatnot. He's got a, he's got a routine. 
Yeah, all of them. 45 minutes on the toilet reading the paper. Exactly. <laughs> you can't rush it. So I'll do that, and, and then, I don't know, just whatever happens in between there, and then uh, I'll just, you'll see me, like, put my spell book. It looks, it's like I'm putting it on a shelf, and it just disappears. I love that spell. <laughs> well, after he's done with that, I'll walk over to the golem. All right, all right, chop, chop. Just inside. Make it work. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> steps away from the door. Thank you. The darkness from the hallway uh, beyond echoes with chittering sounds as they seem to be vanishing from the light that is now coming from the forge. Mm. Strange creatures await you further into this dwarven keep. This is Will we face those strange creatures next oh, week? Oh, oh, we just got down. started. Damn it. You're going to make a Kage wait a week before he can continue pressing on to find out if his dream about his mother was real? Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, um, yeah, you're not going to find that out to you. I'm, I'm surprised you're not running back the yarn in the way you usually react to your mom. <laughs> your mom, seriously. Dude. Mommy, that, mommy, no. That was because we were already headed back to Yarnum. And now you're stuck in a situation where you can't go back to Yarnum until you finish this dungeon. Because yep. the door's closed, right? Yep. We need the keys. And that is why he is repeating to himself it was just a dream. I must do my duty. I did that for, for two reasons. One, because I don't want to do your mom's voice anymore. And two, <laughs> now... Can we take an eight-hour rest? No, my mom might be dead. So I hope y'all enjoyed the rest of the new weapons because the rest of the dungeon is going to be terrible. I kind of figured uh, as much. That's why I was like, let's go ahead and rest. It's like Thank finding all those weapons and ammo. Look at all these health potions and ammo caches. What are we level music for? just got really intense for some reason. I wonder what that's about. Oh, I forgot to give you any health potions. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we have six healers. Yeah, it's a party. Of nah, we got two now. <laughs> three. One of them is dead now. Well, there's three healers. It's like two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Click the like button and subscribe, please. Okay. Bye. And check out our Patreon. Ding the bell. The bell thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Notification. What does he say? <laughs> I'd also like to I point out that it. now all seven of us are actually subscribed. Thanks, Frakes, for doing that last week. <laughs> Thank you, Frakes. Was it last week? Or no. week well, last recording. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, I don't think I've liked and subscribed. I don't think, oh, I'm not subscribed. It's like, you're on the show. Seriously. <laughs> that, was a, that, was our, that was our podcast, our Castbox podcast, which. Podbeam. Podbeam. <laughs> which I use Castbox. Yeah, I use Castbox to listen to all my podcasts. Uh, Podbeam beams it out to uh, iTunes, all the Apple stuff, um, Google Play. Yes, no. You can go to our yeah. Podbean and listen to it right there, or you can go to our Podbean and get our RSS feed and plug mm -hmm. it into a handful of your podcast uh, apps uh, because it's a video podcast some of them right. use it but cast box is one that does and then several others do now does hey, this air on patreon as well like if someone were to become a patron could they watch this on patreon or is this kind of 
So yeah, um, patron patrons can actually watch this as soon as it's ready. So it's usually ready by Saturday or Sunday, as opposed to waiting until Wednesday when the yeah, when the episode cool. airs. So you can and so yeah, and then <laughs> so that they're not just missing out on Wednesdays. There's generally something coming out on Wednesdays, like this Wednesday we had our mazes and monsters. Mazes and monsters. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then hey, eventually check out. Um, I was gonna say check out Redbubble too because we've got some stuff up on Redbubble. I apparently bought some stuff. Apparently, you did. Kilt and um, <laughs> it don't wasn't a shirt. A kilt. You bought a skirt. It's a <laughs> mini skirt. I'm gonna need to see you in that skilt, Mr. Secretary. It's um, yes, you bought your secretary. What's great is because we're we own. You know, we're the owners of the artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a cut of the sales from Redbubble, so basically, yeah. we're giving ourselves a discount for buying the stuff, our own product, off Redbubble. But we're not actually getting a twenty percent discount because then we all have to split it seven ways. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. Well, you're welcome Matt, for all your purchases. We will spend that money wisely. See y'all all next week. Oh, everybody. Right, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>